It's no secret that I love search marketing. I believe it should be at the heart of almost every business's marketing mix. And I'm not the only one. There are no shortage of marketing gurus, thought leaders, and practicing professionals that agree with me. So it's blindly accepted by most business owners. And I say blindly because I'm not sure a lot of us really understand the purpose behind each layer of search marketing. So today, I'm going to go over each layer and their individual purpose, at least how I see them. Let's dive in. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Welcome to Buzzworthy Marketing Show. Uh, we are going to be diving in today with the topic of search marketing. If you've known me for a long time or been following me for a while, you know search is something that I love, I believe in. It is the core of pretty much every type of inbound marketing that I've ever been involved with because it is where people are searching for your service or your product, right? And so let's let's talk about that. What is search marketing? There's many ways to look at uh, search marketing. And the most recognized is Google search or search uh, and organic specifically, organic SEO or organic search or search marketing or search engine optimization. And any of those, like there's so many ways of saying it, right? But remember, we have video search with YouTube, right? Bing and a couple of other folks there. And now we also have search in social media. Um, TikTok is putting a lot of effort into making TikTok as a platform extremely searchable. Uh, Instagram is another one. Pinterest has been around a long time. I always called that the search engine of, of social media before all of that. But however you're looking at it, there are layers. And what are those layers of, of search marketing? So we had just talked about the organic search. So that's when people typing in to their computer looking for an answer or looking for a resource, right? They're organically searching on their own, reaching out for answers, and whatever comes back, that search engine is going to be giving them. And so we have to rank for those, right? Then there's local SEO. So these are local businesses looking for local clients to either walk in their door, maybe set an appointment online, or maybe uh, just make a phone call, right? That's local SEO or Google Maps, if you will, okay? The SERP SEO, the on the SERP side, of that of that search engine optimization are all of the lists below usually the maps right you have like paid search which is going to be your google ads then you're going to have uh right now they have position zero now which are going to be the people also asked or frequently asked questions type of of uh, layout there there's a lot of widgets that you can look at there then the maps and then serp or search engine result page seo um it's not really a a good way of saying it, um, or it's a standard way of saying it, right? Because yeah, there's just so many widgets and all that good stuff. Anyway, I digress, but the position zero is the one that I just mentioned, voice search, right? Voice search is uh, anything that you're talking into a microphone and a search engine is giving you uh, back some sort of response, right? Phones, wearables, smart TVs, voice assistants, uh, Alexa, uh, Google, uh, Google Assistant, all of those are search, right? Okay. And then we just mentioned, or I, I alluded to the, the next layer, which is 
paid search. And this is where things get complicated. There are eight types of paid ad types you can use through Google. So let me break these down for you really quick. And as I go through this list, try to pick only one, maybe two types that you think would be the most interesting to you and write them down for later. So first is we have Google ads, which is uh, what most of you are familiar with, text-based ads that appear at the top of Google search, like I said a minute ago. Um, and that's where users are, are really, they're searching directly for something and then they click on an ad, right? So there's that. Um, then you have video campaigns. And as the name implies, um, they're designed for promoting video content on platforms like YouTube. And advertisers can create in-stream ads that play before or during YouTube ads, as well as display ads on YouTube search results and related videos. Then there's local campaigns, which are designed to drive in-store visits or other offline actions. They combine various Google advertising channels, such as search display, search, I'm sorry, search display and maps. So there's a, a mix there to reach local customers interested in visiting physical stores. Then there's display campaigns. Now display campaigns allow advertisers to create visual ads on websites, apps, and videos within the Google display network. These are um, these are websites that Google has worked with in a, so basically a network of businesses all uh, saying yes, Google, you have ads, put them on our website and you pay us for those, uh, for, for that renting that space. I hope that makes sense there. Then you have discovery campaigns, which are designed to showcase your product or your service across Google's various discovery platforms are very specific. Um, the, a couple of, of examples would be YouTube, Gmail, and Google discover feed. They use a mix, these, these uh, discovery platforms use a mix of image and text assets to engage users as they explore content. Then you have app campaigns, which are designed to be uh, to promote mobile apps. Um, so if you're, you're looking to sell a mobile app, this you would use that one specifically. Um, then you have performance max campaigns, which is an automated campaign type that uses Google's machine learning to place ads across different networks and formats, including search, display, YouTube, and all the other ones that I talked about earlier on the paid side. And it is designed to maximize conversations while simplifying campaign management. Now, this is a great tool for those doing a high volume of ads over, say, $10,000 per month in spent. Um, much less than that, it, it starts to get pretty tricky. Then there's smart campaigns, which are designed for small businesses and are highly automated. Google's machine learning optimizes the campaign for conversions, making it easy for advertisers um, who may not have much experience with digital advertising. Now, unfortunately, this platform puts your money in the hands of the car salesman and telling them to pick out a car for you. So be careful. Then you have shopping campaigns, which are used for e-commerce businesses to promote their products on Google's shopping platform. Advertisers provide a product data and Google displays product listings 
with images, pricing, and links directly in the search results. So as you can see, there are a lot of choices for both organic and paid search marketing. And this is where most people get off track by confusing the purposes of each type and therefore will engage in different search marketing tactics for the wrong reason. But you know me, I like to keep things simple. So let me show you a three-step process that will help you make an informed decision of where to start with your search marketing. Step one, pay or not to pay, right? When we're first starting out in our businesses, so if you're, you're closing or in your first three years, you probably don't have a lot of money, unfortunately, and you do have a lot of time. And this is where organic can be really uh, beneficial. But money equals speed. And so in your first three years, you might be looking to get, you need that speed so that you can grow rapidly. So you have to make a decision between paid and not paid when it comes to search marketing, not more or less about what you can afford, which I mean, obviously that is going to go into the equation, but more about how much time do you have linearly to invest in? So when you're talking about paid search, you're talking quick, fast, usually getting some of the best results within or starting to get really good results, I should say, within that first 90 day period, right? It takes a couple months to get it up to speed. And if you have the right budget and everything like that, maybe a little less. But if you if you have a limited budget, you know, you're going to expect to spend like three to four months kind of getting the algorithm to understand, you know, what you're willing to pay, who you really want to talk to, all of those good things, right? Where in search, if you're just starting out, I mean, we're talking eight to 12 months, sometimes longer if you're in a highly competitive market or industry. Okay. So you need to, un um, I, I tell my people that, you know, the people that I work with, you know, if you can do both, that's awesome because in search, there's actually an exponential return on investment in years two and three. And we'll, we'll get into that in another uh, episode. But right now, for simplistics, um, of this conversation, keeping it simple. When we're thinking about paid, we're thinking about immediate results. And when we're thinking about search, we're talking about more delayed gratification. But when you are in the paid, uh, I, if you're looking at paid, just remember that once you stop paying, you start you stop getting. And in organic, you're actually uh, farming, you're growing trees here that will produce for years and years to come. I have a case study with my own website where we stopped uh, doing SEO on one of my old uh, agency sites. For six, seven years, seven years, we got at least one to two leads per week for seven years straight after not uh, after stopping doing any SEO for it. Seven years. You can't do that with ads. So really got to weigh the two. If you have the time and the, the, the patience, do both. Um, it, it does come down to, you know, the how much money you have and how much time you have to wait for those results. So now step two, pick your poison. Make the decision between paid and organic and choose specific tactics within your approach. Okay. We talked about in the search, um, the organic search that there's maps and there's SERP and there's um, and in in a couple of uh, sorry uh, mobile uh, 
um, uh, <laughs> uh, search maps, and then you also had voice search, right? So the um, be specific with the tactics you the tactics you approach. If you choose both of them, then be very specific on e a, a tactic or a small set of tactics, one to maybe two tactics most in both of them, right? And then make sure you have the bandwidth to do both or hire somebody who has the bandwidth to do both, okay? So step three then, once you've decided which one you're going to use and which uh, tactics you're going to use, you want to do your research. You want to identify your who. Who specifically is going to be searching for the terms that are going to be the most profitable for your product or service, right? And then do the keyword research to find out what those who's are searching specifically, okay? And then set up your tracking. This is a huge thing that a lot of people don't do well, setting up your tracking. If you don't have um, a way to count your attrition or track your attrition, um, attribution, sorry, wrong word, attribution, then, and that basically fancy word of saying where your traffic comes from, where your conversions are coming from. If you have no way of figuring out how many people came from, say, organic versus paid or either or, then you don't know what's working, what's not working. Ha, ah, got to get that tracking down. It is one of the most important things, um, almost as important as the campaign itself. Okay. So now if you're already overwhelmed by just those three steps, or you know you don't have the time to do it, it's okay. There are plenty of marketing professionals like myself that are here to help. And I'm going to have you uh, have a couple of links for you in the show description. So don't kill yourself trying to write down everything I'm about to say. So for you that feel that organic search is the right path for you, then I invite you to get started with an SEO audit of your website. You can get a free audit from me by visiting dizio.biz slash audit. That's D-I-Z-Y-O dot biz slash audit. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, um, but you don't know where to start, I have a really good DIY SEO platform called Dizio. And you can get all of the details on, at dizio.biz. Again, all of the links will be in the show description. Now, if you are in the hell no, I ain't doing all that camp, I encourage you to shop uh, to hop on an SEO discovery call with me or one of my consultants who uh, to see if what it would look like if you had my company help you out. You can schedule a complimentary consult at buzzworthy.marketing slash SEO dash discovery. Now, unfortunately, I don't have any cool free tools for you to dive into paid search. As you heard earlier, there are just way too many ways to approach a paid strategy. And honestly, I don't suggest entrepreneurs try to tackle this on their own. But if you're dead set on, on approaching the task solo, I would start with a smart campaign and see how you do with it. I do warn you not to set it and forget it with smart campaigns. Google's AI with uses AI within the algorithm, and AI is known to hiccup or what it is called uh, hallucinate, which can cost you a lot of money real fast. So keep an eye on your campaign daily to make sure everything is running smoothly.
Again, my suggestion for paid search is to hire a professional to at least set up your initial campaign. I've been working with search for over 15 years now, and I don't understand it all myself. But I have a team of geniuses that keep up with all of this, and I would love to give you a chance to work with them. So if you would like to discuss what that looks like, you can schedule a complimentary consult at buzzworthy.marketing slash ads dash discovery. And just so you know, these complimentary calls are just that, complimentary. There is no hard pitch at the end of the call. Um, and, and we don't ask you to sign up for anything unless you ask for more information on that stuff. The call is meant to explore what search marketing would look like for you specifically. And if we look like a good fit, then we can discuss working together on another call. Otherwise, we will send you a transcript of the meeting for your reference so you can move forward as you see fit. So in review, we have the two types of search marketing, paid and organic. Okay. And we know that the paid side of things is going to be your fast track, right? Gasoline on a fire. On the organic side is our slow train. But at the end with big trees producing lots of fruit for years to come, okay? So the purpose of each of those types of marketings, uh, of those, those, those types of marketing is speed versus reach, right? You're going to be able to eventually be able to get more reach with organic than you can afford to with paid, just the way it is, especially for small businesses. So, um, a couple of steps, your next steps, get an SEO audit. Go into the description and click on one of the links. That th that takes just a couple minutes to show you where you are, where your competitors are, all that good stuff. Even give you a couple of things you can do right away, absolutely free. And then, um, and that is at uh, dizio.biz um, uh, slash audit. And then get started with your own SEO at dizio.biz. Or you can talk with us about getting help with SEO or paid search. Now, all the links are in the show notes descriptions. So hopefully you'll be able to get them there. So my hope is that now you understand the purpose of different types of search marketing. I also hope you have discovered the importance of search marketing and will start looking at ways to incorporate it into your marketing mix. If you still have questions, please feel free to email me directly at podcast at market uh, buzzworthy.biz and I will make sure you get the information you need. Well, that's all for now. Until next time, stay buzzworthy.